Everybody and welcome to the Land of the Rising Fun podcast, the Tokyo Theme Park podcast. I'm Jordan and I'm Alex. Uh, thanks so much to everyone who's been listening to the show. It's been really cool to see how quickly we've been able to get hundreds of listens so early hundreds. on. Dozen. Yeah, there's dozens of us. Dozens, <laughs> dozens of listens. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. It's, it's been really cool. Um, if you are enjoying it and you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a ranking and leave. A, if you leave a comment, we'll. Talk about it, probably. We will. Yeah, you'll be so, famous. You'll be famous. You'll be able to tell your friends. I was. My comment was featured on this podcast that hundreds of people listened to. Please don't tell your friends that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we beg you. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, so today, today is a special day. It is. Today is the 40th anniversary of Tokyo Disneyland. Hey. It is actually today. We are recording this on the day. Yeah, it's a beautiful rainy day. It is pouring rain, as it was on the opening day of Tokyo Disneyland 40 it's years fitting, ago. isn't it? Yes. The ever-positive super otaku fans are actually excited that it's raining today. Because are they? I think our chairman Kagawa is the rain bringer who brings both the <laughs> rain and the joy to Tokyo Disney Resort. That's adorable. It is adorable. I keep seeing pictures of him, like, interposed with sunshiny rain clouds. <laughs> oh, I guess um, I was. I watched a bit of Japanese TV on the, on the 40th anniversary, and uh, they were calling Mickey the rain man. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends what level of otaku you are. It's either Mickey right. or Chairman Kagawa. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's not. He doesn't have the recognition of the the big mouse. But yeah, it's also it's often rainy on. Um, it's a rainy a lot for a lot of big events, right? Like I've heard that the final days of shows and parades are usually rainy. Oh God! You know what's hideous that I just realized? The chairman and Mickey Mouse are nearly the same age. <laughs> <laughs> are they really? They are. He's wow. in his nineties, isn't he? He's not a young man. No, I can tell you who is uh, looking better. Hey, he doesn't look bad. If I look that good at 90, I'll be pretty happy. That's true. He's up and about. Good for him. Yeah, if I'm going to D23 when I'm 90 years old. Yeah. Pretty happy with that. So, yeah, um, we went into the 40th anniversary being a little bit skeptical. We did. And we've been presently... Presently? <laughs> we are presently pleasantly surprised. We are pleasantly... Presently, pleasantly... <laughs> One of those words, surprised. It's... it's. There's a lot of energy this week. Uh, yeah. So... For people out of the know, the 40th anniversary officially starts today, but it less officially, but everyone knew so, started last Monday. The new parade, Harmony and Color, premiered last Monday. Um, the new additions to Club Mouse Beat for the 40th anniversary started last Monday. Uh, the new fireworks show, and don't ever get excited for Tokyo fireworks. It's like three minutes yeah, long, please. but yeah, please, it please. uses the 40th anniversary theme song, and they changed some of the colors of the fireworks. Uh, it was supposed to start Monday, but it was too windy. I think it started Wednesday. So all oh, this okay. stuff has been okay. happening all week. Yeah. Uh, ooh, the new uh, single boat show at Disney Sea for the 40th anniversary also started last Monday. 
Which you said that's also because we've been complaining about how um, since COVID we haven't had any daytime harbour shows. It's all just been Mickey and friends on one boat. And I sort of rolled my eyes and said, oh, it's that again. But you said there's actually some precedent for that on the anniversaries. There is. Disney Sea usually just gets a single boat kind of greeting show because it's really Tokyo Disneyland's anniversary. We call it Tokyo Disney Resort's anniversary because it did become Tokyo Disney Resort in 2000, a year before Disney Sea opened. Mm. Uh, but it's really the land anniversary because that's what was there opening 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh, so Disney Sea always just gets the boat, the single boat show. So that's not a huge shock this year. And I think that's why. Uh, these three years of COVID, we've been doing these single boats, and they always have that hideous name of Harbor Greeting. But <laughs> this time, it doesn't. It's not called Harbor Greeting. It has an actual name, which I can't remember now. Something in color. Yeah. Living in color. color. I don't know. It's all very colorful. Something in color, yeah. It's all very colorful. But yeah, so it's got a real name because it's an. It's, it's, an, it's supposed weird. to be an actual thing. It's not actually different than any of the Harbor Greetings we've been doing no, the last three years. Not. but. But it is to a little bit of extent because it's got maybe more characters. It's got Duffy and Shelley May on it, which we haven't seen in the Harbor Greeting shows. Uh, they're all happy. in their anniversary costumes. Even Duffy and Shelley got anniversary costumes, yeah. which are adorable. Yeah. Have you seen the merch of them? The stu- the Duffy and Shelley Mays in their 40th costumes are adorable. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen the actual, the plushies, no. I want all of it. I want the big sizes. I want the keychains. I want every <laughs> friend. Oh, dear. The next time I'm there, I see 20,000 yen going down the tube yeah. towards Duffy merch. Yeah, that's what they want. Oh, he's the best. So, yeah, and then there's also been the Dream Garlands, which I think is the thing... We've been mocking them for months. <laughs> we just, have been, and I hate little to say things, how but... much they've been growing on me. Yeah. They've put them I, everywhere. They're all everywhere. over both parks, which is they're really unmissable. sweet. Yes, they're just little flags, and yes, they could have done a whole lot more, but at least they're everywhere. It's impossible yeah. to be there and not feel festive because you can't stop seeing these dream garlands. Which is what's um, fun, right? That's what I always loved about our Easter events, was that there's Easter eggs all over everywhere. Tokyo Disneyland, and you, know, you can't every, escape it. Every cast member has one on their yeah. name tag now, and they're pretty big, too. It's like a quarter yeah. of their jackets. They're oh, yeah, huge. you won't miss them. Um, they're handing out these paper booklets. that have Those little, are cool. So they have these little like perforated tear-off dream garlands with words of encouragement on them, and you're supposed to give them to cast members as a kind of cast compliment. That's really cool. We don't have a cast compliment system like other yeah. parks do. Yeah, that's really sweet. It's like, yeah, we're not going to give you a raise, but we will. <laughs> we will. We'll give, we'll give you a piece of perforated paper. <laughs> yeah, that says arigato on one side and thank you on the other side. Thanks for getting up at 4 a.m. every day. There you go. This is not legal tender. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah. It's, all, it's nicer than we expected, isn't it? It is. It is. The castle looks lovely. It's fine. Uh, at nighttime, I think it looks really It's really nice cool. at night. It's really cool how it all lights up. It's cool how yeah. the light makes it look like Tinkerbell is flying by. Yeah. yeah the, the night one is good. The 40 glows really well. Even the... F- and there, there's no apologizing for that hideous banner at Disney Sea's entrance. No, we're not. <laughs> we're trying to be positive, but that's not... But no. at least the 40 underneath it also glows at night. Yeah. And that looks nice because the actual hideous banner doesn't. So at night they have the lighting set up. So the hideous banner kind of disappears. Yeah. Which it should. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst thing Disney sees ever done that banner. It's yeah. It's, it's all it's 
Because it's clearly supposed to be like triangles, like the garlands, and then there's just why this big doesn't rectangle. it fit the arch? Why would you put yeah. it over the arch? Yeah. In 22 years of Disney Sea, every single event banner ever <laughs> has been cut to fit the arch, and they just put a big rectangle over it this time. Uh, yeah. Even the even the Disney Sea's 20th, which was last year or two years ago, but. Yeah, even that, for which they did nothing because it was at the height of COVID, even that had the correctly shaped banner to fit the arch. Because of course it did. Infuriating. So yeah, I think I think that's basically the 40th. Um, it's just, it's, it's so it's nice. That that's it. We, we talked for two minutes and we're like, <laughs> so that's the 40th. Okay, well, well I think we're, we're revealing our deeper thoughts, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the, the thing that's so optimistic is it's the first time since the pandemic where it feels like things are moving in a positive direction. Yeah, there's energy, there's life. I, I haven't seen the parks as full of life uh, in the last three years as I have in the past yeah. five days. Yeah, and the fandom of, as full of optimism. Yeah, not dancers, all just dancers misplaced. are back. <laughs> We've got 70 dancers back at Tokyo Disneyland. Because it's been what? It was the parks open from COVID, and then we got little things like Big Band Beat, a special, a special treat, the COVID version of the, the show in Disney Sea, and then nothing until Believe Sea of Dreams last November, right? Yeah, that's right. And yeah, so now we've got a full length parade again with yeah, that's full of dancers. It's full yeah. of color. I think even I don't know if it was intentional or just fantastic coincidence that the theme of the parade is life. It's color right. and joy, and it's just exactly the kind of energy the park needed right now. Yeah, yeah, and and hopefully the the big um, the most optimistic thing about all of this is that. COVID in the era of COVID in Japan is ending. The government are trying very hard to end it like next month. And it's yeah. very much a big talking point right now in Japan is that, okay, masks are coming off. Things are changing. We're finally moving on from the pandemic. And for Disney to be looking like this now, uh, the excuse that they've had for the last three years to say, oh, this is closed because of COVID. This isn't running properly because of COVID. That excuse is disappearing. We only have exciting. one. We only have one flavor waffle because of COVID. That's the best answer I've ever received, <laughs> which was an actual thing. What happened to the strawberry waffles? COVID. Oh, the strawberries got COVID, did they? Because <laughs> I can buy them at the supermarket down the road just fine. I couldn't believe when that cast member told me that. Yeah, and that excuse is is no longer going to be acceptable. Yeah. So hopefully, this is the beginning of. A new era, a new positive era at the Tokyo Disney Park. It's so nice to see so many guests with their masks off now, and more and more cast members with masks off now, too. It just feels yeah. so much more alive. Yeah. Uh, just all those dancers. I mean, we're not yet at the parade, but just seeing dancers at Tokyo Disneyland is so good again. Yeah. They're good, too. The choreo is oh, really good amazing. in the parade. Yeah, and you can tell they're just so happy to be back. So glad to be doing it. That guy, he's going to be a superstar. The guy who's like the first dancer out, he kind of leads the parade. Yeah. That first group of dancers that come out of the gate next to Haunted Mansion, he's the first out and he leads the whole thing. He is all over social media already. <laughs> I wonder if he was even prepared for the kind of photo taking of him that is already happening. Right, yeah, he's he's going to be a celebrity. Because people do idolize the uh, the dancers and the performers here. 
Like they well, become celebrities. And, they really. do, and that's how I feel like, you know, I'm going to uh, Anaheim, Disneyland in a couple of weeks. And Yay. I'm so excited to see Magic Happens. And I think Magic Happens disappeared for so long. Uh, but when it finally came back, I think I read that it came back with 50% of its original performers. Yeah, yeah. And I've watched videos of it so many times. Honestly, listeners, so many times that you'd probably <laughs> stop listening if you knew how many times. Uh, so I feel like when I finally see it in person, I'm going to recognize all these dancers I've seen a million times and feel like I'm seeing celebrities. Right, yeah. This so, is a real tangent, but um, there was a horror maze in the British theme park, Alton Towers, and they did this amazing trick where in the queue they were showing videos of this guy who was supposed to be like kind of a crazy doctor who was doing these experiments. And they kept showing videos of this guy and you're in the queue for like half an hour and there's just this video on loop of this guy. And then you get into the first scene and he's there, the actual actor from the, the screens you've been looking at. And it was just such a powerful moment of like, it's, you know, you don't expect to see that, you know? And it's like, oh, he's, he's like a celebrity. Oh, that is pretty good. That's like if... Uh... Paco turned up at Indiana Jones. <laughs> right, right. The funny thing was, he was also the same actor who played Santa at Christmas. <laughs> oh. to, everyone was like, hey, hang on. <laughs> Weren't you the guy doing those experiments on those those people? But anyway. I, I would be open to Paco as Santa. <laughs> yes. I wonder what Paco's doing now. I mean, that video's from when Disney Sea opened. Yeah. Well, it was 2001. Yeah. I hope Paco's doing well. Paco, if you're listening, we're big fans. Oh, we are. Huge. Paco does the, um, for those who don't know, he does the pre-show spiel for the Indiana Jones ride. He does the safety spiel, huh? Paco des! Paco des! <laughs> was that Paco speaking that, or is it like a Japanese voice actor over Paco? I I hope it's, it seems like it is, but I mean, who knows? It doesn't pa sound like a Japanese person speaking Japanese. It doesn't, but they might be putting that on. Is Paco in Anaheim? I don't remember. They have a different guy? No, they have a different guy. Okay. I'm sure they do. They must have, right? Yeah. Yeah, Paco's great. Oh, now you really make me wish that he was around. Yeah, if he was a character, how cool would that be? That would be cool. What What are we talking about? Not Paco. No, I mean, um, we've basically done the 40th, haven't we? Shall we? Uh, well, what? <laughs> we haven't done the 40th episode, but we thought we would all we would go back, take take you back in time, 40 years to opening day Tokyo Disneyland, because we were just just before we started recording, we were looking at an opening day map. And it's really interesting what wasn't there. Not and a lot. Was there. there was not a lot there. No. It I mean, reminds me of... Uh, no, well, I mean, Disney park, no Disney park opened with anything, huh? They were always empty. Yeah, I mean, this, this is one of the better ones, probably. Yeah, maybe. It's a lot better than Hong Kong's opening. Um, Paris's was probably the best, or Shanghai. But, you know, they opened with Haunted Mansion and Pirates here. Um, the only other one that's done that is Paris. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, we had we had Haunted Mansion, we had Pirates, we had Space Mountain. Space Mountain. It was an opening day. Yeah, that is pretty good, isn't world. it? Small World. Yeah, I think it was pretty good. A lot of the foundation was there. Ab oh, absolutely. They Jungle, really. I Jungle mean, it's Cruise been said, too, right? Jungle Cruise was opening. Yeah, day. Jungle Cruise, the riverboat, the train around all of that. Um, three Fantasyland dark rides, which is two more than Hong Kong ever had. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> oh, there's some there's some bitterness in that. Be fair to Hong Kong. I was a Hong Kong annual pass holder for two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so yeah, what was the first major attraction that we had added to Tokyo Disneyland? Was that Thunder a Mountain? Question. Well, I I want to talk about what really shocked us because we were looking at the map and I said, hang on, there's no Alice. It's called Alice's Tea Party here. There's no Alice's Tea Party. There's no teacups ride. That can't be right. 
And we found out that actually that opened three years after the park in 1986. March 8th, 1986. Isn't that wild? Why don't we celebrate the anniversary of Tea Party next March 8th? Let's go there and just like full Tea Party cosplay. Yes, yes. Dressed up as the, the teacups. As the teacups. Yes. Which color teacup do you want to be? Uh, I'll take the, the blue, the light blue one. Oh, you would. Okay, good. Because I want the pastel pink, obviously. Of course. <laughs> of course you. And you said this, this is the only castle park that didn't open with the teacups on opening day. Yeah, it is. All the others open with their teacups. So yeah. four I mean, out Shanghai of five. Shanghai, parts, yeah. Same, same ride. I wonder why it didn't open at open. It's very strange because, like, you know, of course, Dumbo's iconic and the carousel's iconic, but the teacups are iconic and they're so cheap. Like, yeah, they are they? Haunted t- Mansion, tell, Paris the tell, that to, tell that to Epcot's UK pavilion that they're so cheap. <laughs> Ooh, burn. Burn. Ooh. Can you imagine that indoors, though? It sounds so loud. I have a headache thinking about it. Well, the music would be uh, be louder, wouldn't it? Oh, boy. What a combo. It would be all right. I, th- I think it would have been pretty cute. Is Emily Blunt screaming at you over the sound of the teacups? I'm just not. I just think there would have been a lot because you wouldn't be able to see it. I think there would have been a lot of casual guests who would have been very disappointed. If you watch two pre-shows, you're like, oh, this is going to be incredible. As and the then mm-hmm. it really is just teacups. No, thank you. Yeah. Not even Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins. Just like Mary uh, Emily Blunt from like <laughs> what was the, what's that Tom Cruise sci-fi movie? Oh, was she in the, was it Edge of Tomorrow? Was Edge, of, Edge of Tomorrow, yeah. Just her like screaming at aliens over to drown <laughs> out the sound of the teacups. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they were planning. From the it's hard to see from the concept art, but I think that's exactly what it was gonna be. See that I would ride. Or like Emily Blunt. <laughs> Screaming at Anne Hathaway in The Devil Wears Prada. That's a ride I would ride. You want the gays in Epcot? That's how you do it. <laughs> oh, so, man. attractions. So, the uh, when did we get Thunder Mountain? Thunder Mountain that must have been pretty early. It's the late 80s, wasn't it? 87. 87. So, even this list I'm looking at says Alice's Tea Party was an opening day attraction, but it was not. Yeah, we got Big Thunder Mountain on July 4th on my birthday. On America's birthday. More importantly, my birthday. Yay! Yay! Uh, in 1987. Yeah, July 4th, 1987. That's right, about when my brother was born. It was my birthday. Let's not make this about anyone who's not me. Wow. This is my birthday we're talking about. I thought it's about Professor Big Thunder, or whatever Big Thunder Mountain's <laughs> about. <laughs> the Barnabas T. Bullion, isn't it? The, the original SEA member, Professor Big Thunder. <laughs> Why am I not an Imagineer, honestly? <laughs> I think you may have just answered your own question. Uh, yeah, we got Big Thunder Mountain. Our Big Thunder Mountain, is it's hard to imagine the park without it. It is hard, isn't it? And it's weird looking at the opening day map that the path to Thunder Mountain was there. The shooting gallery was there. Like, yeah, they, they obviously knew it was coming soon. It was they knew it was. Yeah. I mean, even the foundation was probably laid with the starter park. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was very much, you know, like how Paris opened without Space Mountain and then they built it like two years later. Yeah, I think it's, it's a good strategy, right? Have a big e-ticket that's coming soon. It is a good strategy. Yeah. Get everyone back. Because you get people who want to come for opening and you want them back. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to do it too soon, but yeah. But uh, TDL has had some weird attractions over time, hasn't it? I mean, the big one is Meet the World. Meet the World, yes, which was like Carousel of Progress. But if you were Mr. Progress and the audience was the show. Professor Progress. (laughs) 
everyone's getting PhDs. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it moved It moved the opposite direction. It was basically Carousel Progress, but moving in the opposite direction. Uh, and it was supposed to go to Epcot's Japan Pavilion. Yeah, it was designed for that, wasn't it? It never did. Which I think it would have made more sense, though. It felt a little bit shoehorned in here. Not that I was around by then, but... <laughs> Riding Meet the World in Tokyo when you were just a four-year-old... British lad, <laughs> for some oh, mother, reason. this is awfully fun. <laughs> oh, Are we moving, or, or is the show moving? <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> that was Meet my the world. when I was four. What other? We had so many weird attractions. Yeah, there's um the mysterious one. Oh, gosh, what was it called? That was in the Japan 200 theater. Oh, my God, I can't believe it was. The theater was called Japan 200 theater. <laughs> the Eternal Sea. Yes. Which I love how there was like a bit of sea in Disneyland when it opened. It it's kind of... Japan. There's nothing but sea. Um, oh. The Eternal Sea explored humans' relationship and connection to the ocean over the course of history. That's what I miss. And we were talking about that recently, that I yes. miss edutainment very much. We have none of that. Dear Disney, I wish to be edutained. It was funny because I just watched the uh, Imagineering Story episode that's about Epcot and Tokyo Disneyland. And Tony Baxter said something really cool about how Disneyland was fantasy made real and Epcot was reality made fantasy. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah, right. And we don't have reality made a uh, reality made fantastic. We we don't have reality made fantastic. We don't do that here now. I mean, we have like some semi realistic. Uh, I mean, the Venice part of Disney Sea is is very accurate and very. Weird. It is very very accurate. Yeah. But uh, we don't have like, like we don't they're have not, the entertainment. They're not, they're not teaching us anything. No, no, which is sad because, and hopefully, our new Space Mountain. We're teaching we the children how to use a credit card. <laughs> yeah, to wave a garland around. No, um, hopefully, our new Space Mountain will have a bit of that. Hopefully, yeah, it's supposed to really be about space, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, not just a rocket ride, and not and, about the Guardians of the Galaxy either. <laughs> yes. Thank goodness. Oh, I'm so pleased that we're not, no. that it doesn't have IP attached to it. How cool is that? We will talk at length about we will. Space Mountain and the oh, future we have, tomorrow. We have plans. We have plans. Yes. But um, yeah, hopefully that's a bit of edutainment and a bit of, because the, 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 the thing is, it's not only the edutainment, it's the real stuff is really cool. And there's nothing quite like, you know, like Spaceship Earth and you see the whole the whole space yeah. scene. You're like, that's real. Space is real. This is oh, a real thing Spaceship to be amazed by. I want to ride Spaceship Earth right now. I want to smell Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Rub Spaceship Earth all over my body. If there's anything we're missing at Tokyo Disneyland, it is Phoenicians. <laughs> More we Phoenicians. Thank? We have nobody to thank. There's nobody to thank. I guess we're I want thanking... to give my thank you dream garland to the Phoenicians. To the Phoenicians, exactly. <laughs> Arigato, Phoenicians. Um, yeah, what other weird stuff have we had? Well, we used to have Magic Journeys. Which was also at Epcot. Yeah. Which was a weird one. It opened, I think Magic Journeys was opening day at Epcot, wasn't it? I think it was 82. I think so. Could be wrong, but I think so. But yeah, it opened at Tokyo Disneyland in 85. And it's weird. You can watch it on YouTube. I watched it recently, and it is a fever dream. That's an era of Disney that I really miss, too. Not so much edutainment, but just absolute fever dream. Trippy stuff, like yeah. Adventures Through Inner Space. Yeah, what happened to all that? Yeah, well, the sixties, <laughs> the sixties came and went. That's what happened. That's a shame. I loved it. I would, I'd watch Magic Journeys every time I go to TDL if it was still there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how often I want to watch The Eternal Sea, <laughs> but Magic Journeys I could definitely probably watch. probably more often than I ride Sea Rider. I mean, probably our most infamous and 
maybe missed lost attraction is the Cinderella Castle Mystery Tour. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. I did it. I'm you so did. glad I did it because I wasn't even really in TDL mode at the time. I was a fresh arrival here. Of course, I was a big Disney fan already. Like I said previously, my very first free day in Japan, the first thing I did was go to TDL. And that first day, I did the Cinderella Castle Mystery Tour, my very first day at Tokyo Disneyland, and it was the best thing. It's just crazy that it was in the castle. Like, it's crazy that they made something so sinister, but then also that it was in this beacon of fantasy and light and everything. In the castle. And <laughs> that the star of it, the Horned King, is from a movie yes. nobody ever saw. Yeah. And it's and like, easy. I think a lot of not... the times, too, when we talk about movies no one saw, we mean here. Like, you know, no one saw right. Coco. No one yeah. no one saw Encanto. But, like, yeah. the Black Cauldron, no one no saw one in the saw. world. It almost killed the uh, Disney Animation Studio. So that the Black Cauldron's bad guy, this devil of a horned king <laughs> is the star of our cinderella castle for 20 years and he was like because yeah that's that's the what i wanted to get i was because it's gone now it's easy to think oh that was like this little blip it was just there for a couple of years it was there for like 20 years 20 years <laughs> like people who were babies when they went there they turned 20 and it was still there it was like a part of the the park when you go to the parks now, do you go in Fairy Tale Hall regularly, which very is what replaced rarely. it? Very rarely. Yeah. Even like, with my daughter, like... I like the view. The views are nice, and there's some great photo ops, but once you've got those photos, like, I wish they'd populate it with some characters. Cinderella it's should busy be in there, but it would be too crowded. Every, yeah. I mean, every decision that TDR makes is about how crowded is it going to be. All of the things we don't have are because they would just be too crowded. Yeah. Which, I mean, is a nice problem to have, I guess. Eh. We can't do this thing because it would be so popular. <laughs> well, that's why it's cool that they're expanding the parks, right? With Fantasy Springs and New Tomorrowland and with Beauty and the Beast. They're, they're expanding the capacity because the demand is so high. Which is why we will get a third gate one day. Yeah. But even the photo ops, though, in Fairytale Hall aren't much of one because it's yeah. always so busy. You can never get a picture without people in it. Yeah, oh yeah. I did in 2020. I got all my I got all my perfect fairy tale hall photos in 2020 when there's nobody there. Oh cool. I remember going up there and being the only person there. Yeah, there were like four cast members all attending to me. Everyone trying to explain the story of Cinderella and me being like, no no, I know, thank you. I got it. I got it. I'm good. He lost a slipper and this guy brought her a slipper back. Yeah. I mean, speaking of things we don't have because the park would be too crowded, we used to have a stage on it's a small world like on the facade we did small world stage it had a yeah. bunch of different shows too right right over the years when did they lose that small world stage i forget exactly it's been a long time right yeah but again it's which is one of those things that we couldn't possibly do now because the crowd size there no. would be just immense I mean, the, the, the crowds there are already immense yeah like where on earth would people watch that it's hard enough watching just the clock tower it is isn't it um, because like all of the over, if Small World queue is longer than fifteen minutes, that whole area is just full of overflow queue. One of the shows at Small World stage was called "Let's Be Friends." No, oh, I don't know. Let's not. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> be friends. Oh, do you know um, what I miss? I miss Captain EO. Yeah, because Captain EO had gone, and then it came back when MJ died. Was that then... maybe? I want to say twenty fourteen. Maybe Captain EO came back. For a limited that time. That's right, yeah. And they sold a ton of merch when it came back, too, and I bought all of it. I still have my Captain EO t-shirt, which I love. 
I have one of those from Paris. Nice. And I have a plushy hooter who is yeah, as ugly do. as he is delightable. You might, hey. you might want to get that looked at. <laughs> Behave. You said you wouldn't tell anyone. Oh, but yeah, Captain EO, that was fun. There's been a lot of stuff in that theater because it was micro adventures, too. Yeah. Our Honey, I Shrink the Audience. Yeah. Yep. Which was fun. I remember doing that. Yeah. My wife's always saying she wishes that was still there because it's a great show. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, and now, now it's, now it's just Stitch Encounter. Terrible Stitch Encounter. It's such a waste. It really is because it's a huge area. We already have Stitch in the Tiki Room and we already have Turtle Talk in Disney Sea, which does that, pulls that off way, way better. Stitch Encounter is a waste of space and they must know that. And, you know, they're changing Tomorrowland. So hopefully we have that coming. So, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience and Captain Eo were at Epcot, right? Yep. Where? Um, in the Imagination Pavilion. Oh. That's oh, is why... That, is that where they do, like, the Wreck-It Ralph greeting now? Yeah. I think they do, like, Pixar shorts in there or some nonsense. Uh, um, oh. I met, yeah, that's that. The last time I was there, I met the characters from Inside Out. Oh. I met Joy and Sadness there. Epcot Cute. is a place of joy and sadness. <laughs> well done. Depe- depending well on which done. part of the park you're in. That was quick. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why um, they actually tied the story in with the journey into your imagination, right? That's why Eric Idle's in that, because he's also in the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience show. Oh, got it. Yeah, that was like a cinematic universe. Even the terror current bad version of Journey into Imagination, I still love. I love it. It's the only one I've known, so... I love the song. I love Figment. Yeah. yeah. It's better than the second version. Well, yeah. yeah. Not that I ever did that, but yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's it cool bad. that they did that. He must be... They must... I mean, who knows what the future is for that ride, but it would be such a home run to just be like, we're putting Dreamfinder back in. It's a shame you never saw the first version. It was great. Did you? Yeah. Oh! Early, early I don't know days. how much longer we can be friends for. Like, I'm it, sorry. I was exploring early Epcot in my early days. I'm it's old. wearing thin. I'm old. Yeah. Let's not forget that you are 10 years younger than me, which is hideous. I am. You are. It's Although so you're the one going gray, and I'm not, so I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I work with kids, and you don't. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, we also lost the attractions that we gained Beauty and the Beast for. So we recently lost yep. Star Jets and Grand Circuit Raceway. Yeah, I really regret. I don't know why. It was so stupid. I came here um, like a month before Star Jets closed and I just didn't do it. Because it's a spinny thing. Nobody wants to do the spinny, spinny thing. thing. And it was my first time at Tokyo Disney. And You're not going like, to do the spinny thing your first time? I'm not going to do the spinny thing. No. You're going to go but, to Magic Kingdom for the first time and go on Aladdin's carpets or whatever? No. <laughs> you're going to turn left and you're going to go straight into the Tiki Room, of course. Maybe. I love real Tiki Room. Our I love Tiki, room, tiki room as another, well. No, do you, I, I do. It. I hate it. I know you do. I, I like it. it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I just I hate that it replaced real Tiki Room, which I love. Yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if they could do both? It would be, but they can't. They can't. That's a huge animatronic. Stitch. It's a great animatronic. It's, it's a great animatronic, yeah. He's really cute. Yeah. And it's just nice to, it's quite nice to be able to just sit still and look at an animatronic for a while, you know? Like, everything's rides now. We don't get animatronic shows anymore. So it's nice to look at, like, a modern animatronic and just, oh, yeah, take it in. I like that like news. The last- this is a total tangent. But I like the news this week that they announced like dozens of new animatronics coming to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Yep. That sounds cool. good. It's better than yep. the screens we expected. Yep. It was That's quite all. odd because they they really they announced some they showed some artwork and said, We're putting loads of animatronics in and everyone said and then, Oh, it's screens. Like what <laughs> Nope, that's not what we said. 
mean, maybe that is, but they've they've made an announcement saying it's going to have tons of new animatronics, and then they show Mama Odie, and everyone says, "Oh, she's a screen." Like, well, why? Why do you jump to that conclusion? Yeah. I mean, anyway, she, it kind of looks like a screen in the artwork. But I should have brought it up. up. Coming back, we're 40th yeah, anniversary. It's the 40th today. Today <laughs> it's the 40th anniversary of Tokyo Disneyland. Um, we used to have the Mickey Mouse Review, which was cloned from Magic Kingdom. It wasn't cloned; it was taken, wasn't it? Yeah. They went to the Magic Kingdom. And we'll have that, and Magic Kingdom were like, "Oh, will you?" I mean, it, it's not super popular here, so there you go. Take it. And it's right crazy now. Take because it. They just handed it to executives. They're sort yeah. of ripping, <laughs> ripping go. dolls off the stage. <laughs> so that's how it went. That that show. Did you see that Mickey Mouse review? Yeah. But what did you think? It was adorable. Was it? They sang little songs. <laughs> oh. They sang zippity doodah. They did. It was the, so the Brez sang it, right? Well, are you? Because yeah, Philharmagic replaced it. Are you a Philharmagic stan? Not a stan, but I like it. I I probably fan, watch it. Fan, not stan. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's fine. I like it a lot now with the Coco scene. The Coco scene is so good. Yeah, yeah, I hope that that's the first of many new things to come to it. I love, honestly, that Coco is having a Tokyo renaissance right now. We got yeah. to- we got Coco in Believe, we got Coco in Harmony and Color, we have Coco in Philhar Magic. Miguel is living his moment. It's, it's honestly a little bit much. <laughs> is it? There's never too much Coco, I think. I, I adore Coco, don't get me wrong. But, like, yeah, it just seems a bit... It's, it's crazy that there's so much Coco. I want a Mama Coco greeting, just an old woman in a chair. Yes, yes. She wouldn't Who's even have to be an to- actor. She'd- she's just <laughs> an old woman that's totally out of it. <laughs> oh. That that I would wait for. You know, like when Mickey's house is like a 90-minute wait. I'm not waiting 90 minutes for that old woman who has no idea where she is. That I would wait for. Yeah. Yep, 90 minutes. Let's do it. Let me get in there. I mean, the, the super cool thing about uh, Phil Her Magic is that it's almost like a sequel to the Mickey Mouse review, right? Like you're still going to see Mickey with an orchestra and he's conducting the orchestra. Um, it's really cool that it has that connection. Yeah, it is. Uh, we lost the Skyway many, many years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I always heard that the Skyway was where Pooh's Honey Hunt is, but actually it was where the Queen of Hearts Banquet Hall is now. Let's back that away. Yeah, because I think if I'm right, um, the teacups were where Honey Hunt is now. Right. They had to move the teacups They've over. Moved. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have a sort of mini, mini, mini Alice in Wonderland land. The Skyway was before my time. It closed in 1998. Right. They all did, didn't they? Yeah. I wish I could have tried it. Yeah. Just seeing the park from from above would have been really Because, you know, cool. the, of course, the problem, similar to Anaheim, but I think Southern California is not that bad to look at. You've got mountains and things. The problem at Tokyo yeah. Disneyland is as soon as you go even a little bit high up, you're just looking at suburban Chiba. Yeah. So I don't know what the view really was like from up there. I don't want to look at people's houses cross the way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess yeah, especially so- at the time, right? Because now you would be able to see Disney Sea, and oh my goodness, you would be able to see Fantasy Spring. You but, could do um, Raging Spirits for that. Yeah. You just it go works. on the monorail. There's the best thing to do. I mean, you can honestly just go in the partner hotels in that corner and go up the elevator. You can see right onto uh, Rapunzel's Tower right now. You know, I've been thinking about doing that, going into the Sheraton and just going. Oh, you want to go? Let's go have lunch someday. We could have lunch oh, in one of the totally we could have the buffet in one of the hotels and then go check out Fantasy Springs. Yes. And we don't have to buy a park ticket. Oh, that's perfect. Yay. Let's do that. Okay, let's. when I get back, let's figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's what podcasts are for, right? Just making personal plans. <laughs> yeah, if anyone else wants to come along, then just let us know. Yeah, uh, write a comment in Apple Podcasts that you want to come <laughs> along. Uh, of course, we have a lot of new attractions to Tokyo Disneyland that didn't exactly replace anything, like uh, Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. replaced Meet the World. Not directly. Meet the World was long gone before Monsters, Inc. came. Oh, was it? Wasn't it? Am I wrong? Um, when did Meet the World close? Oh, I don't have that information right now. Meet the World closed in 2002. And yeah, Monsters, Inc. opened in 2009. It was an empty space for quite a while. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Right, so they they closed it and then we'll see. I, I know things. I know things. You do. I never said you didn't know things. No, I'm Should saying we? I usually don't know things. I'm surprised that I knew that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're telling yourself. Should I like Monsters so, Inc. Oh, I do. I wanted to um, go through the editions chronologically because I have that information. Every time I go on Monsters Inc., I'm reminded that I like it. I always think I don't like it until I why, go on why it. Why do you think you don't like it? I love it. It's one of my because favorites. Because I, I hate the ride vehicle. It's so uncomfortable. Yes, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, nobody talks about that. There's no leg room. And the I back who... is a straight 90 degree. Yeah, it's just hard plastic. It's hard. And... It's the worst ride vehicle of any ride. And I don't know who made the ride system, but... It constantly e-stops, not e-stops, but it constantly slams the brakes on. It doesn't block properly. Like no. if you're in a section and then there's still a train in the next section, it doesn't wait in your section. It try, it starts to move and then it's like, oh no, there's another train there. And it stops really suddenly. It's terrible. It's the worst yeah. ride. So it's the worst vehicle. I, I just That puts me off from riding it. It's such a bad vehicle. And it's such a great ride. It's such a good ride, but such a bad vehicle. Yeah, totally. Like so bad that it would be worth closing it for a couple of years just to get new vehicles. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It is that bad. I can't sit with my wife in the same car. I mean, I oh, can't. They're, they're too small. It's so uncomfortable. And she's tiny. Because I, yeah. I always have my big backpack because I have all my camera gear when I'm at the parks and it, there's right. nowhere to put it. I have to like wear it in the front and just have it as like my belly yeah and they're trying to send these they're trying to send these trains out constantly really really quickly and you're like oh hang on hang on i don't want to smash my knees yeah no it's bad uh okay wait so go through chronologically what have we gotten yeah so we did we we got big thunder mountain on my birthday in uh, 1987 and then we got splash mountain in 1992 yeah so ours less than 10 years after the park opened am i wrong our splash opened actually a few days before magic kingdoms didn't it we were first were we? I believe I know that. We were first and the best? Let me double check, but I am <laughs> The only one that's sure. still going to be there? Oh, here it is. Oh my god. Be a buddy, Wikipedia. Be a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am right. Um, I was opened a day before. A day before. We opened October 1st, 1992. Magic Kingdom opened October 2nd, 1992. Oh, there you go. You're full of facts today. Yes, I am. I swear I know things. But yeah, so we opened second of the three Splash Mountains before Magic Kingdom. And now ours, as of May 31st, will be the only one in operation. The only one left. Yeah, and now I'm kind of annoyed. Like, I... Okay, ready? I think fans will hate me for this, and so will you. I really wanted Splash Mountain in Anaheim to be closed by the time I got there, because I hate, I hate how wet it gets you. I don't want to ride it. I don't want to be <laughs> wet and uncomfortable the entire day. And you but absolutely have to ride it. No. Tokyo Splash Mountain, you get a little spritz at most. You're, yeah. you're not wet in the least. I don't no. need, like, Anaheim's, I think ever since they replaced the ride vehicles in Anaheim's, you just get this huge wave coming into your boat. <laughs> and I don't need that the whole day. But now that it's going to be there and I know that it's closing, I have to ride it. I guess I'll ride oh, it at night it. so I can just go back to the hotel after. 
Uh, I would be riding it a lot. I will not. I do not want to be that wet. All the stuff is broken anyway. It's it's sad in there. Oh, that's true. It will be sad in there, won't it? Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. It's really just dark in then. there. Anaheim's is really dark inside. After you are used to ours and how bright and lively it is, mm. Anaheim's feels really weird. I wrote it last year and I was like, Ooh, this is weird. I'm glad they're changing it. <laughs> it's always been the weird one anyway, like with the whole scene... Brer rabbit's gonna die. Oh, it's weird. It's really, it's creepy. It's creepy. Oh, this is how you get comments, huh? Talk about how much you hate Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying it's weird. I love, I love that scene, and I, I love, love our Splash Mountain, right. but I, I don't need Anaheim's. It's really creepy. Okay, I thought you were gonna say uh, you wished ours was closing. I thought that's what was gonna. No, we've done that already. <laughs> yeah, we have done that already. We've done that. Uh, but keep going. Um, yeah, and then we we actually had a good track record. So around every four years, we were getting something pretty significant. Mm. We got Big Thunder Mountain, then we got Splash in 92, and then we got Toontown in 96. Yeah. Um, which came Rabbit. with all of the Toontown stuff. Roger Rabbit, Gadget's Go Coaster. Do you love Roger Rabbit as much as I do? I adore it. Rabbit. I adore it. One of the saddest I just things. wish... Isn't I it wish so that sad Jessica that... Rabbit was wearing a yellow trench coat, and then oh, I don't really you? like That it. makes her so much better. <laughs> but isn't it so sad that we have two Roger Rabbit attractions in the world and no Roger Rabbit greeting? Yeah, it is Where sad. is he? Because he used to be around. Roger Rabbit used to be in all the daytime parades at Tokyo Disneyland, if you go back to the 90s. huge, yeah, yeah. You look at any stuff from the 90s, and he's just all over it. But there was, there was some... Uh, I don't think this is the reason, though, but uh, there was some weird copyright dispute with Spielberg over him, over him wasn't there? Yeah, it's a whole but bunch still, I don't think that's the reason, because Tokyo Disneyland was selling Roger Rabbit pouches like just a few years ago. They it? were, yeah. Anytime I and see they still Roger, have the rise, I buy it. So. I have a Roger yeah. plush badge that I bought not that long ago, maybe five years ago in Bon Voyage. Where is that thing? It must, uh, be, he, must be in my closet. I have a whole closet of Disney crap that is in a pile. I'll have to go through it someday. <laughs> Who knows what's in there? We all have one of those. Yeah, you should. You absolutely should. Yeah. Um, and then next we got Who's Honey Hunt in 2000. And that was a phenomenon. Yes. I don't think anything here has ever been as popular as the first couple of years of Honey Hunt. Yeah. They built that ride um, a year before Disney Sea opened so that they wouldn't cannibalize their own attendance and people would visit both parks and which which is really howdy did they did they succeed yeah they sure did yeah which is why i think there's weight to these uh rumors that something big's going to replace poseidon's fury at islands of adventure because that's a, a play park. that's a play yep. if you open a new park open a big new ride in your existing one because isn't it zelda land twitter told me that's what everyone's saying which makes sense all the gamers are going to go to all the epic gamers are gonna go to oh God, never never do that again epic universe no all no no i'm all quitting, go I'm quitting this podcast this is a one-person podcast here <laughs> okay it's been fun while it lasted guys uh, thank you um no but oh, they're all gonna go to epic universe anyway so why not make them book a hotel and stay two days and we're go gonna to have to as well? talk about all that sometime because i find it so insane that Nintendo World in Osaka and Hollywood are tiny because there's no space. In Orlando, where they have an entire new park's worth of space, they're cloning it? Make a new one. You don't need a clone. Don't clone the tiny yeah. thing. Yeah, well, cloning's cheap. Yeah, Keep but it's stupid. Which is weird, because it doesn't seem like they're trying not to spend money on Epic Universe. No, they're spending a fortune. They're building yeah. Paris for the Fantastic Beast movie that everybody hates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then there's rumors that the ride isn't even going to be Fantastic Beasts because nobody likes it. But they're still building Paris. I was just looking at pictures of Paris this morning. Yeah, very strange. Yeah, we got Pooh's Honey Hunt. Yeah, we did. What was next? Uh, Disney Sea. 
Astro Blasters. Isn't that crazy? Blasters came after Honey Hunt. Yeah, 2004. Huh. Isn't that wild? I never go on that, to be honest. It's really popular here. It I guess popular. that's why, because it's newer than I thought it was. But also, it's interactive, and the people here are crazy about getting a high score and whatever. Lest you forget that 2004 was 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, it's just strange, because Honey Hunt still feels brand new. It does, yeah. And Astro Blasters doesn't. At all, no. It's just a lot of cardboard cutouts, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, do, I do like it a lot, but... I think I dislike it because I'm like really bad at it. Like, you know, people who compete for, like, Galactic <laughs> Hero. I'm, I'm happy that I got, like, 20 points. Like, oh, I hit something. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. I was really satisfied last time I wrote Toy Story Mania because me and my wife were, were together. And I was, like, I looked up all of, like, the secret things. Like, if you get all the hoops on all the LGMs, it opens a new section up. And we actually managed to get a few of them, which was pretty cool. The last few times I rode Astro Blasters, I didn't use the gun. I was just in there taking photos of the interiors. And then I would get to the end, and the cast members were super concerned that my gun was broken. Oh. And, okay, so here's here's a really, like, under-the-line tip. One of the times, she was so concerned that she gave me a multi-experience uh, fast pass. Wow, I don't know if you should sure. be saying that. <laughs> I, was, I tried to explain, like, no, 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 it's fine. I was just taking pictures, but she gave me a multi-experience anyway because she was sure that something was wrong because who would wait in line and not use the gun? Oh, my God, I'm going to try that. <laughs> so, you know, you want to ride Beauty and the Beast and you don't want to pay the 2,000 yen, don't use your gun on Astro Blasters and hope for the best. <laughs> Can you use multi-experiences on Beauty and the Beast now? I don't think so. I think it depends on the day or why you have the multi-experience. Okay. okay. Yeah, I don't if you get one from Beauty and the Beast, then you're going to get back on that. Yeah. But anyway, so at least Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain you have to pay for these days. So use your Astro Blaster mm -hmm. trick on that. No, but don't do that. It's not going to work. I think she was just being really nice to me that one time. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. This is a joke. Don't take advantage of uh, cast members. Don't do that. Please. No, we don't like that. Be nice to cast members. Yes. What Give came after Astro talent. Blasters? Monsters, Inc. Oh, of course it did, yeah. So clearly, uh, yeah, they were like, oh, this interactive thing's pretty cool. We like that. How do we make another interactive ride that's not just shooting Ooh, things? Okay, so I was around when Monsters, Inc. opened, and everyone complained a lot at first because you don't get points or anything. They're like, why do we have these dumb flashlights? Did they? Yeah, that was the every comment from Monsters, Inc. was, well, why do we have a flashlight if there's no points like in Buzz Lightyear? Oh, that's completely missing the point, though, isn't it? Yeah. I find it's I, find, I think it's such an improvement on shooting because when you're shooting, you're looking at your points and you're looking at the targets. On Monsters Inc., you're encouraged to just look around the scene and find things and find gags. It's it seems like a way to deeper appreciate the ride, whereas shooting things sort of takes me out of the ride and I miss a lot of things. There were a lot of complaints about Monsters, Inc. when it opened. Uh, just the theme that it didn't fit Tomorrowland. Why is it here? That's, that is something. I've There's even something heard that. that some Imagineers who were in charge of it didn't think it should have gone there. There's definitely something to that. I mean, what what does Monsters Inc. have to do with the future? What is, I mean, what is Tomorrowland anywhere anymore, though? It doesn't mean anything. No, but, you know, as, as, at that time, you had, and even now, well, <laughs> at that time, you had Startos, Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear. It was very much Spaceland, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess. With the cars and then monsters. Yeah, it's always been a mess. <laughs> Tomorrowland. Flash we should all just accept and embrace that Tomorrowland is Tomorrowland's a mess. a mess. Yeah, flashlights are very high tech. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what came after Monsters Inc.? And then two years later, we got Philharmonic in 2011. Okay. That was a little quick one. 
And then we got new Star Tours. We didn't talk about original Star Tours. They missed that off the list, didn't they? Oh. Uh, so new Star yeah. Tours added 3D? They added thrill. They had changed everything, didn't they? Yeah. They added 3D. They added C-3PO. They uh, have you added ever the been randomized the scenes. No, have you? I have. <laughs> I have, yeah. Oh, Not that fun. long ago. I think I finally, it was like two years ago, I got to be the spy. I think it was during COVID when there were like three people in my oh yeah in my tour. So it was easy then. <laughs> I find that this might be me being um, a little bit... Oh, what's the word? This might be me thinking it's a conspiracy when it's really not, but I feel like they normally go for Japanese. A conspiracy. Is it? I think so. Okay. I mean, at any time you're writing it, 99.9% of the people in there are Japanese people. Exactly. So it's it's not... Yeah. So yes, <laughs> they do go for Japanese people because... And I think, I think because I, I, I went there so much on my own, it's like, if it's on me, it's just kind of going to be awkward, right? But if it's on someone who's part of a group... It's then, fun to laugh about. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice little memory. You're just kind of elbowing a stranger next to you, like, hey, it's me. Hey, look at everyone, that's me. Hey, stranger. <laughs> I'm not creepy at all. <laughs> want to hang out? No. And uh, then? Then? Oh, well, what, did you want to say something? Oh, no, I was going to ask what was next. Okay, well, I was about to say what was next. So. Well, get on it. Next was the earth-shattering Stitch Encounter. Which Ooh, okay, moving we'll along. We'll have to do a whole episode on because there's so much to say about that. What came next? Um, and then we had a bit of a gap, really, um, until the recent 2020 expansion with Beauty and the Beast and Baymax. Ooh. So that was I mean, the longest gap we've had without a ride ever. But there's still a lot going on at Disney Sea at the same time, so that's fair. Yeah. We got Soaring in there. We did. Yeah. That's right. a pretty good list. I mean, right. list, listeners who are home parked to Disneyland Paris who haven't gotten a new ride since <laughs> it opened. <laughs> well, since Buzz Lightyear, which was a very long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Poor, the, poor them. And, and Buzz ruined their Discovery Land, so poor them. they're particularly thrilled about that anyway. Don't start on that. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the 40th anniversary. So what does Tokyo Disneyland mean to you? Oh, well, I mean, it's pretty good, isn't it? We talked about it in our castle parks, I think, where it's just a perfect nostalgia place. It's it's It has such a great balance of it has the, the really good nostalgic haunted mansion, which has the proper hitchhiking ghosts and everything. And then it has the good big Pirates of the Caribbean, like California's and... It has all of that stuff, and it has. Let's not, let's not say too there. much like California's. We're still like five minutes short of California's. Oh yeah, but <laughs> Be better than Magic Kingdom. Yes, it is. I'll, I'll go with that. We Magic have Kingdom's the, is terrible. We have the drunken pirates shooting gunpowder scene, which is my favorite. So even after getting used to Tokyo's and forget about Anaheim's, Magic Kingdom's is terrible. Yeah, it's so short. I don't know yeah, why it's, it's even so famous there. I don't know that I would do it again. Well, it's funny because before the movies became big, that was our like secret hidden gem because it was always five minutes wait. It was like Sinbad. And it's still never all that long. Right, right. 15, 20. Yes, we, we, we just, I was going to the parks a lot when the movies became big and they added uh, Jack Sparrow and suddenly the ride was like the most popular thing in the park. Yeah. Happens. But yeah, I mean, for me, Tokyo Disneyland means the world to me. I've been going there for nearly 18 years i went there my very first free day in japan so long ago i've yeah. been going ever since i've been thousands of times probably back in ap days we used oh, to go yeah. just to pop in for dinner when we had ap's we do not have annual passes in case you haven't been listening to prior episodes yeah i i did the same thing i got here i um started work the first day that i got here i finished work at 4 p.m 
I got on a train straight to my hammer. I got a Disney annual pass and I was just, I was probably the most excited I've ever been in my life. I was so giddy just having this playground and being like, I get to, to both of these parks anytime I want. And the first park I went to was Disneyland. Yeah, me too. Because it's just so cozy and it's so comfortable. It's so cozy. It's so homey. Yeah. It's the place I want to be. It is. Happiness is there. It is. It's, it's a very special place. And it's such a special place to Japanese fans as well, which is why the annual passes is such a big deal. Because it's where Japanese people get to be free and get to relax and have fun and just all those societies. People wave at each other. Nobody makes eye contact in Tokyo. And then you go to Disney and people wave to each other. Yeah, it's, huh? It's just it's such a it's, it's such so a nice. respite from from Tokyo, the city. Um, I mean, Tokyo Disneyland changed how I think of Disney parks. It used to be a place full of rides. And, you know, Tokyo Disneyland and Sea are so focused on entertainment, on high quality entertainment, that I immediately became a parade person, a show person, all that stuff. And now when I go to the American parks, I'm not even that much a ride person anymore. I want to see what they're doing in entertainment. Right. I was like that with events. I thought, oh, I don't really care about events, whatever. And then I got into like Usatama and the Halloween event and all the guest costumes are so good. And then and be, being an annual pass holder, it's really fun to see what's coming next. Yeah, you but I go think, all the time and see all of it. I think we're entering a sort of new phase now that COVID's ending. We get to kind of feel hopeful again. We get yeah. to feel kind of positive again. There is this anniversary energy now. People are feeling really excited about it. I wouldn't put myself quite in the camp of excited yet. I think it's hard to be really excited without annual passes. I'm it's not cautious optimism. Cautious optimism. Yeah, let's go with that. It but is. I I like at least getting to think back on 40 years of this wonderful place today. Yes. I'm glad it exists. And I'm glad that we met and we get to do this together now. I know. And th this is the silver lining, I think. I think if we had annual passes this whole time, I probably wouldn't have started a YouTube channel or started this podcast because I would have just gone to the park. Just been at the park. <laughs> yeah. So I am more productive now. That's a nice point. Yeah. You made a friend. Good for you. Yeah, I actually made a friend. Well done. Um, uh, I know. I'm thinking today about all the people at the parks. I hope that they're having a wonderful time despite the rain. I'm sure they are. They're there because they love it and rain isn't going to set them back. I just saw on Twitter before that even some of the lyrics in Harmony and Color are about enjoying oh, yourself in the rain. There we go. So that couldn't be more perfect, could it? Well, unless the parade gets cancelled because of the says, rain. <laughs> in our color, it says, no rainy days, no rainy days and no problems, just good vibes, we got them, just big smiles and we bout it, so let's shout it, we'll be living in color. Yeah, we be. Ooh, that, that, that hurt my body to read. <laughs> Shall we finish up there? I think we should, on that note, before I embarrass I myself think, yeah, any further. There can't be any better note than that, can there? No. So, happy 40th anniversary to Tokyo Disney Resort. And yeah. Here's to, to the another, next party. To another 40 to another 200, I hope. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, let's do... Um. Yeah, thanks so much, everybody, for listening again. We do these every week. Yeah, we so do. Come back next week. Go back and listen to previous weeks if you haven't already. Um. We. Yeah, Alex is going to Anaheim, but we've pre-recorded some new episodes, so we will keep updating every He'll week. He'll still be there, and I'll have a lot to talk about when I get back. Sure you will. Ooh, can we do an Anaheim episode? That would be fun. 
Yeah, of course we can. Yay. Yay. <laughs> okay, uh, something at least something for me to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, that's great. Oh, good for you. Oh, oh, oh you did that too? Oh, nice. That's it's just really going to be nice. it's just going to be an hour of me singing magic happens. <laughs> I would pay for that. Yeah. I think that's something to save for like if we ever do a Patreon. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I'll sing Wondrous Journeys too. <laughs> um, let's right. do the socials. You can find me I'm 8bit theme park on YouTube. I'm making regular videos about Tokyo theme parks and I'm 8 underscore theme on Twitter where I'm sometimes post pixel art ride vehicles but normally just moaning about things where are you alex i am at the disney zan the disney zan on twitter and instagram come have a follow send me a little hello it's funny whenever i tag you in something i just type t-h-e-d and then your your tag pops up so, so i decided to think that your name is just fed awesome. <laughs> to tag fed in this awesome i've always wanted a nickname so here we go <laughs> it doesn't exactly roll up the tongue does fed. it I sound, I sound like a villain in astro blasters <laughs> what it is. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening everybody we'll catch you next time see you next time bye bye